Hello, and welcome to your Pointers for Parents podcast, where we support parents with anxiety as it relates to teens transitioning out of the home after high school, whether they're heading off to the college campus, or it could quite simply be the military base, or it can be simply residential interdependence. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Lloyd, and on today's episode, we are going to speak to someone who is no stranger to empty nesting. Uh, Her name is Michelle Taylor, and she will talk about the bond that she has with her family. And then also she will talk about when her teens have left home. And so I am so excited she's here with us today. I've already loved working with her already. So again, her name is Michelle Taylor, and I would like to tell you just a little bit about her before she begins to speak. And so, you know, she majored in industrial organizational psychology. And so she has a degree in that, and we're so excited. She's a retired uh, wholesale mortgage rep. Uh, She also teaches piano. So that's super exciting. She's an empty nesting coach, as mentioned before. And so she helps parents and teens, yep, successfully transition into that empty nest phase of life. And I'm super excited that she's here. So if you all will help me welcome, yes, Michelle Taylor. And I, again, I'm so excited that she'll be here to, to help us to understand a little bit more about what that phase even looks like. So, Michelle, thank you so much for being here. Good morning. Thanks for the opportunity. I'm excited. You're so, so welcome. Appreciate you. Now, can we begin by you sharing with us, um, just telling us a little bit about the bond that you and your family shared before your team left home? Because a number of families, I mean, they have this closeness, this close bond. And so that's that can uh, have a tendency to be a fear for a number of parents. So can you tell us about that bond, please? Yes, absolutely. I think the bond that you instill in your children starts at a young age. Um, if I were to pick one word for a bond, I would say trust. Mm-hmm. If you instill with your kids at a young age that they can trust you as they go into their teen years, they trust that you'll help them when they get into difficult situations. And then when they transition out of the home, they need to trust that if they fall on their face, you're going to support them. You're not going to ridicule them. You're not going to make fun of them. They need to trust that family unit is going to be there for them. And um, so that's what I would say is the most important bond. Keep it simple and start that trust very early. Absolutely, because even while they're out, then they'll still be able to embrace and even invite your opinion, your thoughts, and all of that. And that all results to that trust factor. Okay, awesome, awesome. Now, how did you prepare, because you have two daughters, how do you prepare for your first teen to leave home? And what words would you describe yourself, like both emotionally and then psychologically, Michelle? Okay, so the two-part question. So the first part is, and I'm old school, so I believe in life skills, not necessarily chores. So even though our first graduated high school during COVID and her transition to college was a little more hybrid of the situation, um, my husband and I worked on the life skills of safety. Was she ready to handle a situation if somebody was following her on campus? Um, did she have some basic safety skills in place? One of the things that we found, our daughters didn't like carrying pepper spray or mace. So we actually found a little personal alarm um, that they can carry with them. 
And then two, did they have the confidence to go out into the world? And I think a big part of that is, again, going back to the bond of trust, they can have confidence, they're going to go out there, they might fall on their face, but they can come back. And were they prepared with social skills? Part of that confidence that mom wasn't going to be there introducing them and saying how great they were. A little more basic to prepare your kids to leave laundry. Mm. Do they know how to do their laundry? <laughs> Can they cook one meal? You know, are they self-sufficient? Because that is the goal of parenting is to raise self-sufficient, independent adults that can go out into the world and live on their own. And then, as you said in my resume, I was in the finance business for 15 years. So can they manage money? That is a big one. I believe in that. We started that in middle school. Can they manage money? And then two, communication. Going back to the trust. You have to communicate with each other. Let them steer the communication. Maybe you tell them, I'd like to hear from you. Once a week, twice a week, make sure you're still alive. Doing a family text is a great idea for that too. Saying goodnight, how was your day? Let them kind of steer how much they want to communicate with you first. And then three words to describe me emotionally when they left. Excited. I was so excited for them to go out into the world. They get to spread their wings. They get to experience life on their own. And then at the same time with that, I had so much anxiety. Were they ready? Did I do a good job? Are they prepared? Are they going to get attacked? You know, you just don't know had you done enough as a parent. And then three, combining those two, I did have confidence. I was confident that we had raised self-sufficient, independent young ladies that were prepared to go out into the world. So absolutely, absolutely. And it's so interesting you mentioned that because it seems like at the end of the day or at the end of their time in our homes, you know, we would like to, it's almost like you get a report card as how you did as it pertains to who they are. And so we all would like A's. Yeah. <laughs> and so in them going out is an indicator of that. And and I so appreciate yeah. you saying us making sure that they're introduced to that laundry. That is so yes. important. <laughs> yes, life skills. We always call them life skills, not chores. Mm -hmm. And when Absolutely. you focus on life skills to go out into the world, mm -hmm. it definitely changes that dynamic of preparing them. Absolutely. So important. So important. So how important, speaking of importance, how important is it for us to prepare ourselves? Because let's be honest, so our teens are in high school and really in a high school setting, they have it all mapped out. I mean, they have their core curriculum, they have their electives. If they're in sports, they have that. Like it's all like the independent school districts and even private schools, they have it all. It's almost like our teens have a transition success plan. They have theirs. Yes. But what about like, do we have any type of like, so that preparation for us, how important is it for us to be prepared? Michelle, tell us. 200%, a thousand percent. Two things we try and keep in mind. Number one, this is their launch. This is not our launch. And kids are not meant to stay at home in their 30s and 40s. So if you prepare yourself starting in middle school, Mm -hmm. That your job as a parent 
is to raise independent, self-sufficient children that do not need you. Because that's the goal of a parent. That's the definition of a parent. It's not to keep them at home and dependent upon you. And preparing yourself. I know so many parents, myself included, my daughters were in show choir and sports. And that was everything. That was our life in high school, going to the tournaments, going to the show choir competitions, making friends. But that was their life. What is our life? So one of the things that I did, starting when my daughters were a senior in high school, especially the last one, I started a list of things that interested me, things that I was passionate in. Join a book club, learn a foreign language. I have not learned the foreign language yet, but it's on my <laughs> list. So if you keep a list, maybe in your bedroom, maybe in the kitchen, of fun things that you, as an individual, want to do. I took up tennis. I took tennis lessons. It was a Saturday morning at 8 a.m. So instead of going to a soccer tournament, I was getting up still at the same time, but I was doing something for myself. So yes, you have to prepare. And if I may also add to that, your kids are not responsible for your happiness. Your kid, once they're off to college and they call home, they want to know that mom and dad are happy. They don't want to think that mom and dad are sitting at home waiting for you to come home on break. Maybe you cry in the closet because you do miss them, but let your kids know that you are happy too. You have passions because that's what we want for our children, right? We want them to go out to college. We want them to go explore and make new friends. You have to do the same thing. You have to take your own advice. Mm -hmm. So you're telling your kids to go out. You do the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And so let me, so it's interesting you mentioned that because so would you, do you think that, you know, all, even if they're, you know, at the house, there are things going on, maybe inevitable things. So would you then recommend, like, does your teen have to know all, you know, like, it could be wise to maybe even withhold just so that your teen is able to, like, continue to hit the ground running, making those grades. And so do we, should we really like brain dust? (laughs) Because I noticed that even with me, of course, I shared with my, my daughters, yet maybe not, like, did she need to know every single thing that was going on at the house that was possibly not that there was a lot of things but you know i I did try to pace and i did try to monitor what i shared because i I just wanted to make her sure that she was she already had a lot taking up rent in her brain of course pursuing engineering so so i think that that's a really really good point that you know be happy for them and to just um allow them to be in their space allow them to be in their space that's right and i think also, I know with our youngest, she Mm -hmm. went out of state for college Mm. and she did call a couple of times and I sensed a little bit of homesickness, not a lot because she had a great time. And she would ask what's going on at home? What's going on at home? And she was on FaceTime and I showed her there's nothing going on here. You're missing nothing. I'm mowing the lawn. I'm going grocery shopping. There's no party going on. So I think just as important as I have told my daughters, oh my gosh, I'm taking tennis lessons. I joined a book club. Dad and I are traveling. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do miss you. 
Mm-hmm. She did ask, do you miss me? And of course I started crying. Yes, I do. I do miss you, but it's not about me. It's about you. Mm-hmm. And I want you to have the confidence. You're not responsible for my happiness again. Mm-hmm. You go out into the world and have a great time and know that mom and dad are just fine. Absolutely. That's so important. And I really think that they do their absolute best when they know that things are good back home. They really yes. do. They really do. So. What words, and you've given so many words of wisdom, you've just dropped gems and tossed tips all over the place during this call, and I so appreciate it. So so any words of wisdom that you would have to share with parents whose teens are leaving this fall? Because, you know, every year graduations happen and every year teens go off to college. And so any words of wisdom that you could muster up to share with them, please? I would say don't be surprised if sadness hits you at an inopportune time. Don't be surprised if you're at the grocery store and you're no longer picking up Oreo cookies or something for your kid and you start crying. Embrace that. Have that moment. And then remember, you're a successful parent. If your child is going off to college or the military or they've gotten a job and they're living in their own apartment, you are a successful parent. And at the same time, if your kid needs to come back home, you're still a successful parent because they believe that home is a safe place for them. So the words of wisdom is there's no perfect pattern of what is to occur. There's no playbook for this. And I think that's the most important thing. As I told my daughter one time when she was 18 years old, I said, so wait, you're 18 and I'm just supposed to hit a brick wall and stop parenting you? And that's exactly how it feels. For 18 years, we have been responsible to keep them alive, keep them happy, provide everything for them. And then they graduate from high school and it's like hitting a brick wall. We just are supposed to flip a switch and stop. So I think, again, prepare yourself. Make a list. Go on a trip because the home will seem empty. So if you can go on a quick trip, either with your spouse or another girlfriend that's going through the same thing, be prepared for that loneliness to hit in and say, okay, I'm going to go back to my list. I'm going to join a book club. I'm going to take tennis lessons. I'm going to call the library and see if they have foreign language classes. I'm going to take the advice that I'm giving my recent high school graduate, and I'm going to go find some friends and new activities. Mm, That's so good. That's so good. It looks like you're excited Michelle, in your empty, on your empty nesting journey, it looks like that. Oh my goodness. And you've probably, like you mentioned some of the things that you've done already. That is super exciting. So listen, what I've taken away, I usually, after conversation, I usually have about at least two or three takeaways. And my takeaways are the life skills that parents like, like teach those life skills. And even, even if you have to tweak the wording, like, teach those life skills and then also that confidence you don't have the confidence that you have done the best you could with what you had in the time you've been given and then also that trust couldn't agree more that trust is so so important it's so so important so so let me ask 
you this in our just final moments with uh, us connecting today. So there are there any last words that you'd like to share with our listeners as it relates to um, just them being where they are right now and as they move forward, just thoughts for them to embrace? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say there are two things. The first is as I became an empty nester, I looked for support groups. I looked on Instagram and on Facebook for positive pages about the empty nesting transition. And I couldn't find any. It was, I'm sitting at home waiting for my children to return. My only identity is being a mother. And we still have half our lives to live. You know, being a parent is not our own identity. And so the whole Empty Nest Ready is putting out a positive experience. And parenthood should be positive. And transitioning to Empty Nest should be positive. We still have plenty of years to live. And then two, one thing that I did not find is marriages. Your marriage will change now that your children are out of the house and my husband and I are going on 30 years of marriage and it's a transition because my role as a parent monitoring them that's over and his role of being a provider on a day-to-day basis is over so we had to discover our new identities and we had to discover each other mm-hmm. and we both were going through different emotional feelings as our daughters transitioned out of the home. And I feel like that's why there's more divorce after the kids leave. And so if you don't address that issue, you may end up in divorce. So you have to address whether your partners, life partners in marriage, what is the next 50 years going to look like for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. If anyone wants to get in contact with you, Michelle, how can they go about doing that? Oh, I have an Empty Nest Ready Instagram account. Okay. Um, And I'm having a lot of fun with it. Awesome. That is phenomenal. And so you all heard how to connect with Michelle. I'm so excited that she was a guest with us today. And remember also, if you want to see this recording again, of course, it's on Instagram at Pointers for Parents Podcast, of course. And then also you will want to join us even next week where we will have uh, Dr. Brayley, who will be on, Dr. Haley, who will talk about, of course, the teen brain and how that teen brain works. But for right now, we just want to thank you, Michelle, for joining us. We so appreciate you. And hopefully we can have you back again sometime because this has been valuable information you've shared with us today. So thank you and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much. You're very welcome. Goodbye. Pointers for Parents Podcast.